Hey, what's going on, guys? It's DK back at you with another video here to break down the five game NBA DFS slate on DraftKings. If this is your first time watching, cover content for DraftKings, DFS, NBA, NFL, as well as for player prop stuff. Uh, the sponsor of the video, that would be Parlay Play, a uh, player prop site where you're building out slips of player props. Um, how it works is uh, all the sports that they have are up here. And uh, yeah, you can win up to 155x your money. Uh, so if you guys do want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS or the link down below for a $100 deposit match bonus. Uh, but they do offer like slash lines at times here, like Deer and Fox. Uh, what well, we got a, a 0.5 point total. So I'm going to go ahead and take advantage of that after I make this video. Uh, but yeah, give it a try, guys. If you do, uh, click that link and deposit. It does help support the channel. So I'd greatly appreciate that. And um, yeah, if you're looking for more content, it's always going to check out my Patreon link down below. It's been an insane month for player prop uh, stuff. I'm up uh, over 50 units this month alone. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a wild run there. Um, let's recap last night for DFS. So last night I played light just because um, I was not going to be around. Um, hold on, I got a sneeze coming. Also, sorry if I'm sniffling um a lot like i don't know why my allergies are so bad right now um, i had to go re-up on some uh some flonase but yeah so i basically stacked this houston and boston game and ended up working out you know houston was very short-handed i mean over 60 percent of the field faded shen goat with the team to himself they say there's no edge left in dfs right uh but yeah basically ran a stack there ran it back yokish michael porter jr um, so yeah, it was a good day. Of course, the day I play light, my lineup is very well. This was in the big, what, $15 or whatever it was. So I play my normal, you know, probably would have won three, 400 bucks or whatever, but that's just how it goes. Um, so that's a recap there. And uh, let's talk about the slate. So Denver, Indiana, the first game here. Denver, you got Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon, both probable. So fully expect both those guys to play. Top end, I mean, I'm pretty high in both Jokic and Jamal Murray. It's a great spot here against the Pacers. And yeah, I think Jokic is underpriced. I think Jamal Murray's been underpriced. Listen, Jamal Murray no longer on a limit. He played 39 minutes last game, 37 here, 38 minutes here. Um, I think both the, the two main Denver stars look good here in Jokic and Murray. I'm high in both. The other guys, like Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, are both reasonable. You know, the minutes have ticked up for MPJ, 30 plus minutes now, the last five games. Um, Aaron Gordon, sub 6K minutes. You know, I would expect probably low to mid 30s minutes from him. So both reasonable options in a game that, you know, should be played at a fast pace. KCP's minutes have also ticked up too. He's a three and D guy, but like, yeah, like he's just kind of there, right? He's making his shots. He does have a ceiling. And then off the bench, you got Reggie Jackson, a 4.1. I think we can probably expect around 20 minutes from him. Makes him a fair punt play. Peyton Watson, he'll play some backup uh, forward, uh, you know, 3.6K. Makes him viable. Um, Deanna Jordan's 3.6. He's been backing up Jokic, but um, the minutes have not been great just because the minutes have ticked up on Jokic. And then you got Christian Brown kind of rounding out the rotation. He should see, I don't know, mid-teens minutes or so. So you do have like some, some punt plays that are, are playable here for Denver. You know, some of those guys on the bench like Reggie and, and Peyton Watson and, uh, and Christian Brown. Let's talk about the Pacers. So Pacers, Halburn and Nemhard, both questionable. Isaiah Jackson as well. Now, I don't know what happened last game because TJ McConnell was a super sharp play. Anyone that played McConnell last night, uh, last night got punished for absolutely no reason. Just barely started and barely played. How did me? How did I know to fade? I don't know how I knew. Uh, yeah, McConnell is a sharp play. And if you played him last night, you got punished for absolutely no reason. You did not deserve that type of punishment. Super sharp play. Um, yeah, Pacers a little bit uh, hard to talk about. If everyone's in, I think, you know, Halburn's an interesting tournament play. 
a couple games ago, played 35 minutes for 50 plus fancy points. Uh, Siakam, you know, I would expect him to play mid 30s minutes here. No real, it doesn't really stand out. Uh, Miles Turner did play a lot. What was it? Two games ago, uh, 34 minutes. You know, the minutes have been up and down. Like, he only played 19 minutes too. Like, this Pacers, Carlisle is just such a headache uh, of a coach for this rotation. Um, I want to say Buddy Heald had a pretty good game. He's been playing better of late. Uh, if he continues to play 30 plus minutes, you know, I think you got to have some interest in him with shooting guard small forward eligibility. But um, yeah, let's talk about uh, New York and Brooklyn. So the big news is Isaiah Hardenstein. He's currently questionable. If Hardenstein misses, you might get Jericho Sims in the starting lineup. That's what they did. Um, you know, when Mitchell Robinson first got injured, they started Jericho Sims over Hardenstein and brought Hardenstein off the bench. But they could realistically start Jericho Sims here and then, you know, bring pressure to Chua, continue to bring a Chua off the bench. Uh, but Achua is the better point for a guy of the two. So either way, whatever happens, I think I prefer Achua. But I do think there's a chance that they start Jericho Sims instead of Achua. But yeah, if Hartenstein's out and Achua starts, I mean, he looks phenomenal. Uh, if Sims starts, he'd be reasonable. But again, he's not a great point per minute guy for a big man. But the top two guys, I mean, Brunson and Randall, these guys are just playing huge minutes. They're doing everything for the team. I mean, 60 plus fans points in the last two games here for Brunson. Randall uh, went for a 50 bomb last game. Like, like I said, this is just where the offenses run. Both, I think, are look good at 8, 7, and 8.6 here, respectively. The other next, you got OG. I mean, he's playing huge minutes, too. 44, 43, 43, 37 minutes. I think he's a very safe play. Dante DiVincenzo with Josh Hart back. Minutes not as secure. So I don't love that. Like, him and Hart kind of splitting minutes. They're both kind of secondary plays to me. Hart may be a little bit easier to get to since he's cheaper. And I'm not going to mess in the, any of the other values. So, yeah, the big news there is Hart and Sign. If Hart and Sign plays, if he's available, I actually think he's a pretty good play here at 6.5. But if he misses... Then we look to Chua. Then we look to Jericho Sims. All right, so for Brooklyn, same guys that have been out. You know, still no Ben Simmons. Still no De'Ron Sharp. I'm nothing really standing out for Brooklyn. I think Mikel Bridges is a reasonable play at 7.5K. Uh, Nick Claxton's minutes have ticked up in competitive games. He's been playing 30-plus minutes. We know he's about a fantasy point-per-minute player. So uh, sub-7K, I think he stands out as a, as a decent point-per-dollar play. The rest of Brooklyn, you got Cam Thomas at 5.8. I mean, the minutes production by a little bit up and down, but that's kind of what Cam Thomas is, right? He's score independent. Um, you know, he's not making his shots. He has a pretty low floor, but a guy with a pretty high ceiling if he is making his shots. Cam Johnson at 5.7. Minutes have been not great on him, honestly, recently. Probably sees mid-20s or so. More of a secondary play for me. You got Dinwiddie and you got DSJ kind of splitting the point guard position. Last couple games, 30-plus minutes there for, for Dinwiddie. Where DSJ's minutes have ticked down, but we've seen games where DSJ's put a lot more than Dinwiddie. So I think they still kind of ride the hot hand of those two. But at their respective price points, I think you got to give the edge to Dinwiddie. Um, and then the rest of Brooklyn, I mean, you got Dorian Finney Smith, a 4.6, the 3 and D guy, fair value play. Royce O'Neill, 4.1. The minutes have not been great in him. So I think I'd just rather play Dorian Finney Smith. Talk about Portland and Oklahoma City. So Portland, there's no Shane Sharp. Um, yeah, Anthony Simon, 7.3K. I mean, he is the guy with the high ceiling on this team. I think he's a good tournament play. Jeremy Grant, uh, you know, should play big minutes of the game since competitive. That's a big if, you know, Portland playing on the road here in Oklahoma City. Malcolm Brogdon might be my favorite point per dollar play here, though on the Blazers. Uh, ben starting them playing 30 plus minutes out of the last three games. So he looks pretty good. You got DeAndre Aiden at 6'3, you know, minutes. Probably can expect around 30 minutes from him. At that price point, it's fine. Jabari Walker also been playing decent minutes. A little bit 22 minutes last game, but before that, 41. So he's been a little bit up and down with the minutes, but reasonable price point makes him viable. Uh, you got Scoot, they'll play some off the bench. He's now at a playable price point. Like they had him like the 7K range for a while, but he's still a risky option. Uh, pretty low floor still. 
Uh, you got Kamaro being the rotation, a little bit of Thibault. None of the, the value plays I, I love. I will say, if you think Portland gets destroyed, Mara is an interesting option because he's going to play no matter what. And he's been closing blowouts when Portland's going to be blown out. So he could have extended if the game does blow out. Uh, now, on the Oklahoma City side, I mean, a lot to like here. If you think the game stays competitive, you got 10K SGA in just a smash spot. Uh, Chet Holmgren at 7-1 should be able to feast here against Portland. You got Jalen Williams in playing a lot better, but also playing big minutes, usage up. Uh, yeah, a lot, like the, the big three, the top three guys here for Oklahoma City look pretty good. You got Giddy at 5.8, you know, the minutes, obviously he's mid-20s minutes, reasonable option. Uh, Lou Dort at 4.9K, should see low 30s minutes, another kind of just secondary play for me. And then, I mean, yeah, you're never going to feel good about anyone off the bench, but yes, you can target Isaiah Joe. You know, he has the ceiling, he's making his shots. Jason Wallace is cheap. He'll be in the rotation at least. Uh, Kenneth Williams will kind of round out the rotation too there at 3-1. Utah and New Orleans. So you got Markin at 8-1 and Clarkson at uh, 6.4K. I'm pretty high in both. You know, Clarkson's minutes have kicked up of late. 35, 38 minutes over the last couple games. Lori Markin at 8-1 probably sees mid-30s minutes. So uh, the two main uh, Jazz guys can look pretty good. Saxon at 6.2. Also minutes have ticked up. Um... You know, if he continues to play like 30 plus minutes, I think he looks really good here. Walker Kessler, 5K. He started the second half last game. He played 30 plus minutes. I'm curious to see if he starts here over John Collins at 4-7. Um, either way, both seem a little bit underpriced. But you got Chris Dunn at 3.9. You know, he played 27 minutes last game. I think on average, he's going to play high teens, low 20s minutes. Olinick at 3-7. I mean, he will see rotation minutes and he's not a bad point per minute guy. So there's actually a good amount to like here from Utah. Uh, you got Fettuccine Alfredo, too. I mean, he's in the rotation. He seems underpriced. So it's scary. And I know Utah, like the rotation, you know, at times can be a bit inconsistent. But I'm pretty high on a lot of Utah. Let's talk about New Orleans. So Ingram, 7-6, you know, in a competitive game. I think we can expect mid-30s minutes from him. He's played a lot better of late. Zion is only 7-4. He should play low-30s minutes. You got CJ at 7K. So I will say, like, I think the top three guys here feel a little bit underpriced, but with New Orleans when they're fully healthy, it is kind of tough to pick between these guys. Jonas Valanciunas, I don't love the price on him just because he's splitting time right now with Larry Nance. You got Nance at 4.1. Obviously, he's, I don't know, around 20 minutes. I think he's a uh, fine punt play. I don't know if I get to anyone else like Herb or Trey Murphy or anyone like that. And finally, the Lakers. So we're ready to get news. LeBron James out. Anthony Davis looks really good at the top at 10 too. The only concern is, you know, Maybe the Lakers get blown out here on the road uh, going up against the Clippers. But, um, yeah, AD has a massive ceiling here without LeBron. And then I'm really high on D'Lo and Rees. I mean, the minutes have been way up in D'Angelo Russell. He should play mid-30s minutes. I think he looks great. I think Austin Reeves looks really good. He should play 30-ish minutes. And then, you know, Rui, I would expect to start for LeBron. Uh, I think he, you know, has the upside to play mid-20s minutes. He's really cheap. Uh, Torian Prince, I mean, he'll still play decent minutes too, but 29 minutes last game. I think he looks like a pretty good value. There's a lot to like here from the Lakers. Vanderbilt at 3.7K. You know, I would expect around 20 minutes from him. He's a fine punt play. You got Cam Reddish back in his first game back. He played 21 minutes. I mean, yeah, there's scary, but I, there's a lot to like here from the Lakers. And finally, the Clippers, uh, no Zubach. But other than that, I mean, the big three, Kwai, Paul George, James Harden, all look like reasonable options. None, none of those guys stand out to me, though. Westbrook is 6K minutes. I mean, they've been a little bit up and down, but if you told me Westbrook was going to play like high 20s minutes, I would really like him in this spot. Uh, also, the Clippers could try to go small ball. Um, sorry, guys. Allergies are filming me here at the end of this video. Um, 
Yeah, Plumley and, and Tice, I expect to play a good chunk. Uh, you know, a good chunk of the center minutes. Uh, Plumley, if he starts, I prefer him. He's the better point printing guy of the two. But Daniel Tice, also viable as well. Um, basically it for the Clipper. So that's going to wrap it up for the video, guys. Uh, the prize picks one up after this. Um, but yeah, as always, if you do enjoy, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. And I'll see you guys all in the next video.